Hey everyone, this is Erica from the Rooting For Me podcast. Thank you for tuning in this week. Of course, this week we're going to round back to self-care. Specifically, we're going to go back to episode four when we connected with Kimmy Huntley from Huntley Counseling Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, and take a deeper dive into self-care. Specifically, we're going to listen to a blog from Kimmy. Okay, let's talk about self-care, and this is my take. Now, it may seem like a trend or something that's cool to embrace, but personally, this is a part of my lifestyle. I'm a big advocate and supporter of self-care, and being a mental health counselor, I take this very seriously, and it's important to me. So important, in fact, that I have designed t-shirts aimed at self-care, and I've dedicated proceeds to assist individuals with their mental health treatment um, if finances seem seems to be an issue. Um, I want to start off by letting you know that self-care is totally individual. It's not a one-size-fits-all type of practice. Self-care can mean different things to different people. But at the heart of it all, it is not selfish and it's intentional. Um, So you're probably wondering where do you start? A lot of self-care, we just may call it something else. It's physical though. Identify what activities you like to do that make you feel good or happy. Again, it's individual and it's personal. Self-care is and can be quite intentional. Spend more time if necessary to carve out time to take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Listen to your body because it will let you know certain clues like when you're stressed out, you're hurting, you're tired, fatigued, excitable, happy, and so on. I choose to exercise, eat more healthy when I feel the urge to do so. My body usually lets me know that. (laughs) I refrain from negativity and or distance myself from it, whether it's temporary or long-term. I pamper myself, so whether that's doing my own nails myself, getting them done, or getting a massage. One of the key things that I had to relearn and then be okay with is saying no, and also knowing when to say no as well. At times in the past, I felt obligated to say yes to people or felt like no wasn't an appropriate option, but that's not true at all. And it's not, and it's nothing against others or being mean, which tends to be the mindset of some people, but it has everything to do with me being self-aware and not taking on too much or being someone's yes woman. Believe it or not, there is so much freedom in taking care of yourself. And again, self-care isn't selfish. As a matter of fact, it's the complete opposite. It's an unselfish act of being the best you that you can be for yourself and others as a result. Thank you, Kimmy. I love that. My favorite part was about being a yes woman because I'm going to be honest, I'm guilty of that. And I'm reading a book about that. (laughs) Uh, Teaching me how to be a no woman (laughs) and the book is titled for any single women listening. It's called Why Men Love Bitches. Yes, oh, I said it. <laughs> it's called Why Men Love Bitches from Doormat to Dream Girl. It's a woman's guide to holding her own in a relationship. Okay. And it's New York Times bestselling author Sherry Argoff. So it's basically giving you the tips to kind of hold your own in a relationship and not necessarily accommodate to your partner all the time Mm -hmm. and 
have them reach out to you and want you and not be a yes woman. So I'm working on that. So that was the best part of the blog for me personally. <laughs> so thank you for that. You're but, so for everyone listening, so we talk about self-care. That's like the buzzword of last year and this year. But mm-hmm. the thing with that word is it covers an umbrella of topics. And I, I, met, I saw that you mentioned getting your nails done. That's definitely something I do and I need to do it right now, but <laughs> I need to wait. Um, right. Getting a massage, things of that nature. And all those things are great. But can you tell us what your specific definition of self-care is? Yes. So self-care, giving yourself permission to unapologetically take care of yourself mind body and spirit via activities and or coping skills pretty straightforward awesome yes that is pretty straightforward I was actually listening to this um listening to this YouTube or watching a YouTube video yesterday inspirational something really good to hear in the morning and it was talking about the laziness factor and I was thinking of it Mm -hmm. with regards to self-care because humans are genetically we're just lazy okay (laughs) people want to watch Netflix it's easier to watch Netflix and lay down than it is to get up and exercise and do some type of activity that would make you feel good because Netflix makes you feel good too right yeah absolutely yeah but this particular YouTube video was saying to basically be more productive Mm-hmm. And being productive does not mean necessarily sitting in front of the television all day. <laughs> so it was talking about how how hum- humans are so lazy that we would rather sit in front of the TV. And that's not a, necessarily the best coping method, right? That's not necessarily right. the best way to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So as I'm listening to that, I'm thinking, you know, people that don't know what self-care is, they're probably like, so by now they know what it is, but they don't know how to get started, right? Like, what do I do first? So can you tell us some ideas of how you can get started with self-care? Yes. And before I do that, I do want to um, respond to, you know, what you what you saw on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that's um, shared by a lot of people, how we get lazy and sometimes unmotivated, right? Right. Right. I think what happens is sometimes we overwhelm ourselves. We put so much on our plate, like we have to get all of these things done to the point where we're like, well, I can't get it done. So I'm going to just chill. I'm going to do what I know. I'm going to just right. watch Netflix or I'm going to just chill out. And so the same thing. Or like the- I'm going to take a really long nap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so like, I'll use the example of exercising, right? So you may have a goal of, okay, I'm exercise five days a week. You that's overwhelming if you're just getting started. So are you literally probably going to commit to five days straight? No. I don't know. The probability is <laughs> not that high. So don't overwhelm, overwhelm yourself. Do a little at a time. So, you know, that's just what I think to that. So that. that so basically sticking with what's feasible and attainable. For attainable. You, yes. For your personal goals. <laughs> Absolutely. So you don't like have to do everything and then you feel bad when you don't get it all done. So then you go back to what you know. So you just do a little bit at a time, <laughs> but um, yeah. So self care, like like I said before, um, people probably already do this. They just call it something else. But find those activities that you actually enjoy that make you feel good to start off. Okay, right there. So would that entail? So for me, when I hear that, I think okay, 
what is something that Erica enjoys and that that could be I could take time and make a list but they're also things that I just know off of the top of my head that make me feel good so would you say for people that aren't quite sure and they can't think of it like at the drop of a dime right would you right. would you say that it would be a good idea to make a list about the things that make you happy or even if you don't know it just going through your day like if something makes you smile some type of activity make sure you take note of that because that's self-care and that may be something you want to participate in more absolutely and I I love the idea of making a list and actually what I do for my clients who have no idea I actually provide them with a list of 50 activities and they can add to it but I just kind of give them a little 50 um, you know 50 activities to choose from that they could you know probably start doing or you know incorporating their week but I like the idea of list so yes absolutely okay and is there any other ways that you would recommend to get started or you think that kind of I think that kind of sums it up, but I'm also not a professional. So you look for <laughs> something different and bring something different to the table, which I love. Yeah, I, I do think that kind of sums the bulk of it up. I mean, like I said, it is intentional and it's physical. Um, so right. wh- whether that's praying when you get up in the morning, meditating, you know, what's that thing called? The little essential oils. Yeah. Yes. Putting your uh, essential oils in your diffuser to start off your day. So things like that. Um just doing something that's physical. Um, right. Yeah. So I learned something today. I actually was speaking to my therapist about this and I told her that I wake up with anxiety. And I know that a lot of people actually wake up with anxiety. Like you, before you open your eyes, you're anxious and you're nervous. Mm-hmm. So I asked her like, what can I do about that? And she gave me something I wasn't even thinking of. So my alarm Mm-hmm. on my iPhone is so disturbing so <laughs> she said to choose a different tone I can't remember the name of it I want to say it's called slow rise mm-hmm. so it starts off like really low and then the sound increases very slowly to wake you up lightly so it's not like abruptly like boom get up <laughs> right that does not feel good so right. she told me about that and then I shared with with the audience previously that I use Smiling Minds, the meditation app at night. I specifically use the Starry Night one, but she said to use it in the morning before I get out of the bed. And of course, sometimes the meditation involves like sitting on the floor in a certain position. So basically before you leave your room, your safe place or wherever you are, just take that time to meditate and learn that. But I I thought, wow, I, I just literally need to change my alarm so that it doesn't scare the crap out of me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. It sounds like something so small, like a small gesture, but it it could change the trajectory of the start of your day. So Absolutely. Um, and yeah. for anybody listening, if you're just getting started with self-care, you are more than welcome to share, you know, your successes, your battles, and any ideas that you have with rooting for me you can send it to rooting for me podcast at gmail.com because I definitely want to hear about what you all are doing to take care of yourself Kimmy has been gracious enough to share her tips and tricks with us and Kimmy let us know just one more time how we can find you in this world (laughs) 
Well, on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Huntley Counseling Center. And that's H-U-N-T-L-E-Y Counseling Center. And you can also um, follow and like my Facebook page at Huntley Counseling Center as well. Um, I also have um, a personal Instagram page, which is Self Care Bell. And that's B-E-L or B-E-L-L-E. Awesome. And that has my blogs and also the merch, the T-shirt, the self-care tees that I'm selling. That's on there as well. And the T-shirts say, tell me what it says again. It says, oh, I remember. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I am not, not selfish. selfish. It's called self-care. There you go. <laughs> and 10% of the proceeds go towards mental and medical health care right. for your donation-based counseling center in Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Yep, correct. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for helping us narrow down a definition <laughs> of self-care and helping us to get started if we don't know how to do so, Kenny. Absolutely. And thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time on Rooting for Me. Have a good one.